the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good afternoon. Welcome to this Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show on an absolutely spectacular day here in West Central Florida. As always, we are honored to have you with us today. And a very special treat today as well. Uh, my friend and colleague, Bob Burney, from our Salem affiliate in uh, Columbus, Ohio, WRFD 880 AM and 104.5 FM. Well, we're also hosting Bob Burney Live, and that's his audience in Columbus this afternoon. And uh, it was a great time yesterday to, to be with the folks in Columbus, and we're actually doing that today. And uh, we've got a great show lined up for you coming up in just a moment a book that I am highly recommending from a friend and colleague, and that is Hank Hanegraaff. He's written a brand-new book, Muslim, What You Need to Know About the World's Fastest-Growing Religion. And so we're going to have a chance to talk with Hank here in just a moment. Also on Friday, we sort of lightened it up a little bit uh, here, and uh, I've got sort of a, a lighthearted book that we're going to be talking about. Rob Long is going to be joining me at the bottom of the hour, and uh, the name of the book is called Bigly, Donald Trump in Verse, and the subtitle is Make Poetry Poetry Great Again, and this is some of the Donald Trump wisdom and witticisms of uh, our president, and so we'll have some fun with that during the first hour. Of course, in the second hour, we'll head out to uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado, with our weekly conversation with uh, Focus on the Family. And uh, Bruce House Connect is going to be with us and uh, going to be talking about the big uh, Supreme Court hearing on December 2nd uh, having to do with uh, the Baker and the um, the conscience uh, clause uh, in his mind, uh, Jack Phillips, that uh, he did not want to make that cake for a uh, same-sex wedding. So we'll have uh, an analysis of that, plus we'll head out to Movie Guide at the second portion of the second hour to uh, talk about that brand new movie that's coming out about uh, Eric Liddell uh, with uh, Movie Guide. But uh, first, uh, again, we are simulcasting on our answer stations, on our faith talk stations, on the biz, and uh, along with our friends in Columbus, Ohio. So let me get right to our first guest. Hank Hanegraaff has been a regular guest on our program here, and he serves as president of the Christian Research Institute and host the internationally syndicated Bible Answer Man broadcast and the Hank Unplugged podcast. He is the author of more than 20 books and widely regarded as one of the world's leading Christian thinkers. Hank and his wife, Kathy, live in Charlotte, North Carolina. And are you ready for this? Are the proud parents of not one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, a perfect dozen. Perfect dozen, 12 children. Hank Hanegraaff, welcome back to our program. Thank you, Bill. That, that, that was quite an introduction. i tell you what, one of these days I'm just going to have to do a one-on-one to tell me how you and Kathy do 12. 
I am very much, Mrs. Bunkley and I are very much challenged with numero uno, number one. So I got to tell you what, in that area, as well as others, you're always a hero in my book. Well, it's really my wife. I mean, she's the most selfless person on the planet. And uh, my my kids rise up and call her blessed. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, there's no, no argument there with that. All right. As I mentioned, you and I were chatting before we came on the air. Talk about uh, perfect timing for where God has led you. And that's my belief. You've written a brand new book uh, that I'm recommending that uh, is a must read right now. Muslim, what you need to know about the world's fastest growing religion. And Hank Hanegraaff, with the events that we saw unfold just a few days ago in New York City, um, my friend, I am very much uh, probably in the ballpark, in the camp of saying what we did to evacuate Iraq, what we did to let ISIS grow, and what they've been able to do to use the Internet to now sort of do long-distance learning on how to uh, how to be a terrorist, we're in deep trouble, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. And there's two things going on, actually, Bill. On the one hand, you have the terrorist attacks coming in like the ocean brings in its waves. That's very, very visible. But there's also an undertow, and that undertow is equally deadly. It's what I call migration without assimilation. That is the python swallowing its prey Hmm. with a long and slow digestion. The issue here is demographics. And once a country becomes Islamic demographically, it will inevitably become Islamic politically as well. And the EU nations are now facing that reality in that the native populations are dying out, the birth rate Uh, far exceeds, I mean, the death rate far exceeds the birth rate. And uh, filling the vacuum are millions of polygamous Muslims who have no intention whatsoever of assimilating into Western Western democracies. Mm. As we look at what's unfolding here, and uh, as you probably have heard, uh, Hank Hanegraaff, that unfortunately right here in Tampa, not only the perpetrator of the uh, the New York attack on the uh, the biking path, and also possibly um, an associate. Of course, they're uh, alleged in in this country. Uh, we are innocent until proven guilty, or taken to uh, Guantanamo for a very long interrogation. Um, talk a little bit about uh, the fact that uh, here we have what's called these diversity visas, basically a green card lottery. And uh, they talk about the fact this is a comprehensive vetting, but the the very countries that qualify for this uh, based on the last five years are countries that probably have the worst uh, sort of infrastructure ready uh, to be able to do adequate uh, vetting. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I I think we're opening the floodgates in so many different ways, and that's one way in which we're doing that. And I, I don't think people have taken seriously the threat of Islam. They oftentimes call it radical Islam, but it's really not radical at all. It's run-of-the-mill Islam. It is precisely what was personified in the life of Muhammad and the four rightly guided caliphs that followed him, and then the caliphates uh, right through uh, the last caliphate, which was uh, thankfully abolished by Mustafa Kemal Ataturk, Uh, because he felt that Western democracies could not abide the immoral practices of a dead Arab. And so he abolished Islam 
to some extent, and tried to set up a secular state because uh, he, they wanted to keep up with Western democracies. And, 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 and now all of that has changed. And as a result of uh, radicalization, as they call it, now you have the hardliners taking over again in places like Istanbul. And, and so the, the, the kinds of things that we're experiencing in America with liberal immigration policies have already created a destructive force within the EU nations, and, and we ought to be able to look at that and see firsthand what happens when you, when you use the lottery to bring people into a country. Uh, so the evidence is already there, and I, I, I think that we have to take a far more serious look at what is going on across our borders, even from Mexico into the United States, and what is coming in from Middle Eastern countries in particular, because in the Middle Eastern countries there is a particular idea, and that is that Sharia is state and state is Sharia. That is an inviolate principle in Islam, and therefore uh, you can't really assimilate if you're a true Muslim. Well, some people take that more seriously than others, but many of the people that are immigrating through lottery or otherwise into this country have a strong view of Sharia, and therefore they cannot, by definition, assimilate, and they are prone to do the kinds of things that happen not only with one uh, Manhattan massacre, but now with two. And when we look at this uh, non-assimilation, Hank Hanegraaff, we certainly, it's amazing how ignorant we can be because we have seen what has happened uh, in some of our major Western European cities where um, we uh, hear from time to time about the uh, so-called no-go zones. But yet, um, even right here in our area, uh, I just want to tell you, it reminds me of the great uh, immigration years uh, of folks that came to America and came through New York City, came through Ellis Island. Well, where did they settle? They settled where the closest they could because of economics. So it was New York City. And then we had uh, Little Italy. We had Chinatown. So the fact that they are all living in various areas, and Dearborn, Michigan comes to mind, uh, I don't want to single them out as uh, the only people group that has done that. It's actually pretty natural. But when they don't have the difference, the, when they don't have the heart to assimilate, like what happened with our immigrants that came through Ellis Island, that, yes, they lived in those communities, but they wanted to be American, that's where I think we have our head in the sand, and that's part of what you talk about in your book. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair point. Uh, I know we immigrated from uh, from Holland, well, the first thing that we did is we found a community of Dutch people, so we'd go to church and understand what was going on in the sermon. And uh, so it's a very natural thing to do precisely what you just uh, charitably communicated. The problem, though, is that Muslims, by definition, cannot assimilate for the very reason that I just articulated. Yes. That is, uh, they want to continue with Sharia, and Sharia doesn't make a distinction between Sharia and state. And therefore, you know, you look at, and uh, I think you opened up with this in uh, some of your comments, you look at Iraq. Uh, Iraq is a classic example of where we tried to institute a democracy with Muslims that believe in Sharia. It's never going to work. And, of course, as a result of us not understanding uh, that situation, that circumstance, and that reality, 
uh, we ended up having chaos there, and, and that chaos has ensued to the detriment of Christians in that now you have mass genocide taking place in places like Iraq, Mosul, other uh, great cities, uh, former Christian cities in Iraq. Uh, same thing is happening in Syria. So the implications of not understanding Islam are draconian, to say the least. Mm. Well, I want to tell you we're going to take a break in just a moment, but uh, Hank Hanegraaff is going to be with us uh, through the break. Uh, He has a brand new book that I highly recommend, especially in light of, I think, that we've turned a new page, a new chapter in the uh, radicalization of, of Muslims who are living right here in our country right now. The book is called... Uh, Muslim, what you need to know about the world's fastest growing religion. And I want to remind our folks, if you're just tuning in for Bob Bernie Live, I'm Bill Bunkley here in uh, Tampa, Florida at the Salem Affiliate. And we want to welcome our friends from WRFD 880 AM and 104.5. As Bob is on pilgrim in um, Israel this very day, uh, we are honored to uh, have uh, the um, the opportunity to uh, host his audience and uh, so we want to remind you that um, he'll be back with you uh, oh, in about a week or so because they have just started their journey. And uh, we've got um, uh, some great opportunities for the Bob Bernie Live Show uh, going to be happening next week. So in a minute, we're going to be coming back and continuing our conversation with uh, Hank Hanegraaff, reminding you that coming up a little bit later during this hour, we'll have another chat with uh, Rob Long. And he's authored a brand new book called Bigly. Donald Trump in verse, make poetry great again. And as you know, we like to lighten things up on a a Friday afternoon, so we'll have a little fun with that after this very serious uh, conversation with Hank Hanegraaff. I want to remind all of our listeners that uh, if you miss any portion of our program or if you would like to uh, email uh, today's uh, interview with uh, Hank Hanegraaff about his new book, you can go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the podcast page, and in alphabetical order, the third program down is yours truly. You can listen online or you can download it. So more of the Bill Bunkley Show and Bob Burning Live coming up in a moment. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800-518-4020. 
That's 800-518-4020. Imagine sleeping in an Irish castle celebrating St. Patrick's Day on the Emerald Isle. Travel Cats has created a St. Patrick's Irish vacation for next March so special you'll want to bring family and friends. Tour the countryside, delight in local cuisine, dance, parades, and yes, sleep in a castle. Travel Cats offers fantastic group rates to customized destinations worldwide. Book today at 727-277-7300 or visit TravelCats.com. That's cats spelled K-A-T-Z. TravelCats.com. Weeknights at 6, it's time for Living Truth with Pastor Ken Witten. That can go either way. That can go to the people who are so dependent upon the government, and that can go to the believer who's so worried and so worried that our answer's in the White House, our answer's in the White House, our answer, and they spend more time trying to get one person to the White House than getting their whole family into heaven. Living Truth with Pastor Ken Witten. Weeknights at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley here on his Friday afternoon, and of course, uh, we're joined today by our friends in Columbus, Ohio, with the Bob Bernie Live Show. Of course, Bob is on a pilgrimage uh, in Israel, and so we're delighted to have uh, you folks with us. Now, we've been talking to good friend Hank Hennegraff. He's written a brand new book, which is a book that you have to get, Muslim, What You Need to Know About the World's Fastest Growing Religion. And uh, my audience knows that I just returned from Lebanon just uh, just a few days ago. I was on station assignment um, for uh, the Salem Radio Network. And uh, 2.1 million refugees uh, who have been very, very, very horribly abused, mistreated, raped, killed, beheaded, you name it, uh, spent uh, several days in country. We'll have some special programming on that in December. But as I get back to Hank Hanegraaff, Hank, um, in, the, in the time that we have remaining, um, People here in America, we've been, up until the time of the election, we've been so influenced by the left, and the left, uh, I think, has uh, a lot at their doorstep of the responsibility of where we find ourselves today. But what are, just give us one or two uh, of the key cautions that people ought to get your book to learn about, and what we need to be able to know uh, about uh, the threat that is before us so that we can give input as our country moves forward. Yeah, I think the one thing that's critical for everybody to know is that while there are millions of peace-loving Muslims, Islam is not a religion of peace and tolerance. That is a mantra we hear over and over again, but 14 centuries of human history ought to be enough to demonstrate that Islam has always advanced by sword as opposed to advancing by word. Islam, in fact, is the only significant religious system in the history of the human race that has a socio-political structure of law that mandates violence against the infidel. And that's a graphic global reality which makes Islam a religious ideology espousing terrorism, not as a temporary expedient, but rather as a permanent policy. And again, the current narrative that to tell the truth in this regard is tantamount to exacerbating hostilities that would otherwise lay dormant is simply false. And uh, we, are, we are now bearing the ripened fruit uh, of, our, uh, of our failure to recognize the truth that I just communicated. Mm. 
As we um, consider what has happened in New York, I, I, you were with us uh, recently uh, here in Tampa, speaking at Ottawa Baptist Church, and I think, uh, Hank, it was you that uh, were reminding us of the statistics of of the number of Muslims in the world and then the percentage of Muslims who who would have more of this Sharia radicalization. And uh, the percentage was low, but because of the number of Muslims, the number of potential terrorists is high. Talk about that, because uh, I don't think people really realize uh, how much uh, we may have some sleeper individuals or units right here in America right now. Yeah, you get two different issues there. On the one hand, uh, there, there, there is no doubt whatsoever that we have sleeper cells all over uh, Western democratic uh, countries. Uh, on the other hand, I think that we have to recognize another reality. And that is that while the sleeper cells may be limited, but yet very, very dangerous, reality dictates that when you have 1.6 billion Muslims in growing, and a vast majority of them sympathetic to Sharia, you have one gargantuan problem. Uh, I've given the statistics in my book But the vast majority of Muslims, actually, as it turns out, adhere to Sharia. So if you have 1.6 billion total, you have of that 800 million that will be sympathetic uh, to Sharia. And if you look at what Sharia means for women, just as one example, you see that it has enshrined inequality for women in its very DNA meaning that a woman is considered inferior to a man. A man can beat a woman to bring her into subjection. A man can marry up to four women and divorce at will. It's as easy as saying, I divorce you, I divorce you, I divorce you three times. You can even text it or put it on your refrigerator, a little post-it note. And so it's not only four women, but it can be very many more than that. And this is what makes Islam such a threat. The three ways in which uh, you become Muslim. Uh, One way is you become Muslim by saying the Shahada. And when you say that, you're saying there's no God but Allah and Muhammad is his prophet. And by the way, if you know about the life and legacy of Muhammad, that ought to be very, very disturbing, that you're swearing allegiance to a man who who married a six-year-old girl, as just one example, and consummated the marriage when she was nine, who had a harem in the greatest of his military exploits. He had a man beheaded, took his wife, beautified her, and forced on her his bed. Uh, He was an immoral, ruthless, reckless tyrant. And that started when he fled from Mecca to Medina and changed from an itinerant prophet to a ruthless warlord. So you have people who become Muslim by saying the Shahada, that's number one. Number two, you have people who effectively uh, submit to Islam without becoming Muslim uh, by paying a jizya, which is a gangster protection racket, which you mentioned ISIS. Well, ISIS has that racket going on, but so other So many other Muslim communities have that same racket going on. If you want to be protected in places like Iran or Saudi Arabia, you pay the jizya, the poll tax, and and then you're protected. So 
you feel yourself subdued, and in that sense, you kind of integrate into an Islamic community. The third way is the sword, which you also alluded to. You've seen this firsthand in Lebanon. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that you're doing a service with is communicating this from firsthand experience. I mean, it takes actually being there, seeing it, to eradicate a blind spot squarely. Uh, in the uh, in the purview of the West, so this is something that Westerners don't know about unless you travel like you have, and then you see it full force and in a frontal view. Now, again, in saying all of that, I start this book out writing about the fact that I spoke at the University of Tehran and Alamatabetaba, the sociology university, and when I was uh, over in Tehran a few years ago, I was treated with uh, great, great kindness, uh, deference. Uh, acts of uh, kindness in the middle of the night as I walk the streets of Tehran. Uh, so uh, I can testify firsthand to the fact that there are millions of, uh, of peace-loving Muslims, even in a Muslim theocracy like, like Iran. But again, that does not mean that Islam is a religion of peace and tolerance. We have right. history that tells us otherwise. All right. I want to tell you what, we have wet your whistle to my audience. Uh, you need to get it your own copy. We have run out of our time, but Hank Hanegraaff has uh, really set the plate for you to know you've got to run out and get, uh, we've only touched the surface. We need you to drill down. Go out and get uh, your copy of Muslim, what you need to know about the world's fastest growing religion and uh, a whole lot more for you to get uh, informed about. Hank Hanegraaff, we're all out of time, but as always, my friend, I am so honored to have you with us and uh, very much encouraging folks to get your book. Well, you're a champion. Thanks for having me. God bless you, my friend. All right, more of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a moment. Uh, next up, Bigly, Donald Trump in verse. It's a brand new funny little book by Rob Long. Don't miss it. We'll be right back. Always Lean on me. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Prosecutors wanted him in prison for 14 years, but not the judge. A military judge has sentenced Army Sergeant Bo Bergdahl to a dishonorable discharge and a drop in rank for abandoning his post in Afghanistan. President Trump says he's disappointed with the Justice Department for not investigating allegations of wrongdoing by some prominent Democrats, including Hillary Clinton. Even back-to-back -back hurricanes couldn't stop the U.S. economy. Created a lot of jobs last month following the storms that pounded the southeast in September. Employers grew their payrolls by 261,000 jobs in October. And stocks closed higher today on Wall Street to end the week. The Dow was up 23 points. The Nasdaq gained 49. And the S&P ended 8 points higher. More details at srnnews.com. Bill Bunkley here, inviting you to join us for our free movie screening in Tampa next Thursday at 7 p.m. at the AMC West Shore 14. Come preview the new Sony animation, The Star. It's a wonderful and hilarious story of the animals who followed the star to the greatest story ever told, the very first Christmas. You must register to join us next Thursday at 7 and plan to arrive at least an hour early as it is first come, first serve until the theater is at full capacity. To register, go to letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. 
Well, I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-566-2424. That's 800-566-2424. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Saturday afternoons at 4.30. Join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He says, if you really want to run hard after me, lay everything on your altar and put your Isaac on the altar and back away and say, God, this is your deal. This is for your praise and your glory, man. I'm all about you. I'm in. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch, Saturday afternoons at 430 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here. It's Friday afternoon, and uh, we are getting ready for the weekend. And, uh, you know, because of all of the serious topics that I uh, deal with uh, during the week, especially during this hour, we like to sort of lighten things up at times, especially on Friday. Now, before we get to my next guest, and it's a very special guest, we're going to have some fun. Uh, Rob Long is along, and he has put together some of, uh, well, some of the more notable statements made by our commander-in-chief, and that would be uh, President Trump. We're going to talk about a brand-new book that uh, certainly would be one that would be a fun read over the Thanksgiving Christmas holiday, and it's from our sister organization here at the Salem Media Group, uh, Regnery Publishing. It's called Bigly. Donald Trump in verse, make poetry great again. Now, before we get to that, I want to welcome back uh, our friends from Columbus this afternoon. Uh, Bob Bernie Live is a show that uh, we are co-hosting this afternoon for WRFD 880 AM and 104.5 FM there in Columbus. And, of course, my good friend and colleague uh, Bob Bernie is uh, on pilgrimage uh, with some of the members of uh, your audience there in Columbus and um, so they are having a, just a wonderful time just seeing the important biblical sites there in Israel. And uh, so uh, we're honored to have the opportunity to spend the afternoon with you again. Well, 
If you are even remotely familiar with Twitter, you probably know that uh, a transformation, if you will, has taken place. And that is the use of Twitter by our President Donald Trump. Well, you can hardly keep up with uh, the daily. It's, it's like kind of like sitting in front of a fire hydrant, you know, uh, without a hose connected to it. And you're just sort of blown away because they come one after another. Well, my next guest has uh, very, very creatively put together a good little read. Well, it's Donald Trump in his own words. And uh, that is Rob Long. Now, let me tell you that uh, Rob Long, you may, you may recognize that name. He is a two-time Emmy Award and Golden Globe nominee. He's a writer and co-executive producer of the much-beloved TV series Cheers, as well as the more recent uh, Kevin Can Wait. Along with his television career, Long is also a contributing editor to National Review. Let you know he's a little, just a tad bit conservative, right? And uh, he also hosts a syndicated radio show, Martini Shop, and is founder of the website Ricochet.com and contributes to publications such as the Wall Street Journal, the Los Angeles Times. He's also author of Conversations with My Agent and Set Up, Joke, Set Up, and Joke with that. Rob, good to have you with us this afternoon. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me. So how did this get birthed? I mean, we've all we've all gotten used to this new paradigm coming out of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue or wherever. When did you kind of get the idea, you know what, I got to grab this stuff and, I, and let's put this stuff together? Well, I, I think it was during the primaries, and I was listening to um, – uh, I was driving on a long drive, and I was listening to uh, a, a Trump rally, and I wasn't watching it. So, you know, there's lots of visual stuff happening. But I wasn't watching. I was just listening to it on the on, on the radio. And uh, a certain point in the middle of the speech, you know, the beginning of the speech for him and for a lot of politicians is kind of the canned stuff, the stuff that you you know pre-written and is on the teleprompter and the thank yous and all that stuff. And the end of a speech is usually the stuff that's canned to the the call to action, especially when you're in a, a political rally. But the middle of the stuff, that's kind of when Trump goes a little bit, um, you know, off the beaten path. You know, it's when he starts to riff and <laughs> makes, you know. Improvised, and uh, and I, it felt so real to me when I was listening to it. It, it sounded to me like poetry, and so I, uh, when I when I pulled into the motel, I sort of like uh, went online. I got the transcript of his of his remarks, and I wrote it out on a piece of paper. And the rule was, I wasn't going to add a word. I was not going to subtract a word. I wasn't going to change the order of anything. Just be just as he said it. And I arranged it on a page like a like modern poetry. And you know what? It totally, totally worked. So then I started doing it with some more speeches and some interviews and and and, and bits and pieces <laughs> of of, of, uh, of his sort of public statements, and it completely works. The guy is a total poet. And then, of course, you know the, the Twitter stuff is the easiest because that's almost already a haiku, right? That's the jazz, so it's a really short Japanese form of poetry. It's so spare. It's already there, and uh, and I compiled a whole bunch of them, and then I just picked the best. And the truth is, the guy is when he's you know, unlike a lot of politicians who are a little bit more canned, a little more careful, when he's letting loose, um, he says some amazing things, mm. and some of them are some of them are hilarious, and a lot of them are true, and uh, they're all incredible. Look, you love the guy or you hate the guy, you have to admit he has a singular, incredibly special way of communicating and getting his uh, ideas and thoughts across. And uh, that's what the book celebrates. It celebrates that. I mean, my goal was if you're wearing a MAGA hat or you're not, 
you should still be able to enjoy this book. Mm. And and I got to tell you that um, it's been fascinating for me because when you first look at the cover and you take your proposition, make poetry great again. Now, now it doesn't occur to you on first blush that that's even in the ballpark. At least, at least it wasn't for me. But then, as you begin to consider your premise, consider your case, and then and then flip through and read through it, it's like, yeah. And I think I know Mark Stein uh, also commented in the same light, and it's kind of amazing because um, it, it's not uh, you know it's not a professor, it's not distinguished speech. But it's uh, a little awkward at times. But you're right when you really look at it, and especially the tweets, it is pretty remarkable. And uh, so have you found that other people, have you been sharing, and the book has come out, that that people have the same reaction to say, you know, Rob Long, I really didn't think about it that way until you pointed (laughs) it out. Well, I don't know. That's the problem with uh, the problem with Donald Trump, you know, politically, is that if you love me, you love him. If you don't like love him, then there's trouble. Um, I have found a lot of people t- who've said that there's stuff that when you arrange it on the page like a poem and you approach it like a poem, that stuff that made him much more human to them and much more real to them. I think that you know the, the, the my, my challenge is, you know, I look, I don't even watch cable news anymore because all it is is people yelling at each other, mm. and it's all so incredibly amped and tense that you kind of think. No matter what happens in the world, when you turn it on, it's it's, it's this spooky, crazy music. So you got to like sit up. It's, everything's breaking news. Um, and I, also, I mean, I just feel like we're kind of we're, we're now at this point in this country where we just don't even know how to laugh anymore, or how to how to laugh good naturedly. I mean, um, and that's kind of what my real goal for this book is to say that look, this this guy's president of the United States. He has a very very uh, free way of expressing himself and on a whole variety of topics that no president's really ever done. And um, if you think of it right, you look at it right, he's really kind of an honest, straight shooter. Uh, you could agree with him or disagree with him. That's a separate issue. But you got to give him credit. He, he he knows how to use words and he knows how to use language. And sometimes he uses them in a funny way, uh, in a way that we can kind of all, that you can, you can pick, poke a little fun at. And sometimes he uses them and, and you think to yourself, well, you know, wait a minute, if I give that, if I gave that tweet five more minutes of thought, I'll bet you, <laughs> I'll bet you it's deep. You know, uh, just last night, and I don't know if this is uh, only occurring in my household, but um, uh, last night, and of course we've had uh, the president uh, tweeting and uh, right now in in real time debating whether he should jump in the middle of uh, whether the uh, alleged terrorist attacker, uh, you know, how he should be treated, whereas, uh, you know, conventional thought is, you you, you know, the the, the sitting president doesn't get involved with that, let let the, the process play out but the question comes up again it's it's always every week or two now do you think he really thought that out or do you think he just landed on that because he has this this knack you know people have knack knacks certain attributes that they do and and i don't know if it it, it happens to you and in, in your circle of friends but every now and then you circle back and he says something and you think now, do you think he really thought that out, or was that just off the cuff? Has that ever occurred? Is uh, that is that kind of thought process when when the latest comes out? Do you ever do you ever go there? No, I really don't. I, I think that part of his strength and part of the reason why he connects to people is because he doesn't think this stuff through. He he's just giving you his honest reaction. I mean, 
He's, it's a very first of all. A, I live in New York, uh, and he's a very new, a real New York character, right? Yeah. New Yorkers can be abrasive to each other, and like, hey, 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 what are you doing? What are you, you know? Uh, my, the deli guy around the corner from me. I mean, I've actually seen him look at the next person and say, "I got, I got, you know, I'll give you thirty more seconds. You know, it's not a complicated. Just be <laughs> insulting, and that's kind of the way we do things here. Um, but he also just kind of responds like a citizen, like you could. If I was you and I were sitting at a bar and there was a guy down there and we're watching the news and we see what this person did in uh, New York City uh, on Tuesday or or Monday, I guess, or Tuesday, or Tuesday morning, and and we would say, give the guy the death penalty, and then the guy down the, the on the bar would say, yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that's that's Donald Trump. He he is still very much that person. He's not pretending to be that person. He's not faking it. Uh, he really is that guy. And. I, that's one of the reasons why I think the people who love him love him so much because they, they don't, they, they forgive him when he goes over the top or he says something he shouldn't, because they know it comes from a real place, a true place, and that's what I thought with the poetry. I mean, I look, I think poetry's funny. I mean, I want the book. I think the book is fun, but um, the other message to it is like, look how far this guy has gotten doing the opposite of what everyone says you have to do to become president. Yeah, he's he speaks from the gut. He says stuff that some of it's just crazy. I mean, I, I you know, full disclosure, <laughs> there are mornings when I wake up and I think, oh, I hope Donald Trump is not did not do or say anything crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, but we you know, we I know you and I know I've never met. I met the man once. I know what he's thinking and I know what he's I mean, I know what he's thinking because he tells me, and he's not sugarcoating it. And that's part of that. What I love about what I what made me think of the poetry way was the funny way to do it was because in the middle of his speeches, when you know when he's done all the stuff he's supposed to do, you know, in the in the in, in rallies and speeches, the president has to say thank you very much to the mayor or the deputy mayor and the head of this and the guy running that council and this person. And this is all this huge. I mean, every presidential speech you can see him. It's five, five paragraphs of just thank you and naming people and pointing pointing them out. He does that pretty well, but you can see he's bored. And then the minute that's done, he's off. And the, when he's off is the that's when the poetry comes, you know, when when the when the thoughts are strung together in a way that uh, paint a portrait of a guy who's who's just kind of incapable of not speaking directly from his gut. Yeah, just just very very transparent. And of course, going to take a break in a moment. Uh, but uh, uh, Rob Long is going to stay with us through the break. But uh, v- very accurate observation because i agree we have just come off a a previous eight years of a lot of uh, smoke and mirrors and and a real lack of transparency then we get this sort of brutal in your face transparency and uh you know for those that agree with his worldview it's refreshing Uh, for those that uh probably on the left side uh just absolutely uh, sends them into you know uh, a shock But uh, nonetheless, I think because of the contrast of what uh, we saw during the last president and uh, you never knew exactly where he was at or what we were doing, we still don't know today, we get that uh, stark uh, uh, just truthfulness from this president. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll try and get in one or two of uh, the big leads out of uh, Donald Trump in verse uh, with my guest uh, Rob Long. And uh, you really got to get a copy of this book because until you consider it on the written page and you go through the vast array of uh, uh, what Rob has put together and edited here, 
It is poetry, and uh, it does really match the catchphrase uh, on the uh, the cover of the book, Make Poetry Great Again. So, uh, for our friends in Columbus and right here in West Central Florida, more of the Bill Bunkley Show with uh, Rob Long coming up in a minute, talking about his big book, Bigly, Donald Trump in Verse. Don't go away. We'll be right back. And now, today's Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffers. Over and over, we'll see in Luke's gospel that the mark of a true disciple, a follower of Christ, is someone who loves other people unconditionally. Somebody whose life is marked by continual prayer, who persists in spite of suffering, who refuses to be attached to material things in this world. Jesus said there are going to be many people who are going to be surprised on the judgment day when they're going to be denied entrance into the kingdom of God. Jesus said they will cry out, Lord, Lord, how could you not allow me in? And Jesus says in Luke 6, 46, and why do you call me Lord, Lord, if you do not do what I say? Dr. Robert Jeffress is heard Monday through Friday on your station. To learn more, go to ptv.org. Prayer binds us together. Don't miss the St. Pete YMCA Mayor's Prayer Breakfast Tuesday, November 4th at the Coliseum as Speaker Edie Lutnick shares how providing aid to families of 9-11 victims grew into an effort now reaching far beyond those tragic days. Join in as community leaders lift up the city and the region in prayer. The St. Pete YMCA Mayor's Prayer Breakfast November 4th at the Coliseum. Get your tickets today at stpetymca.org. That's stpetymca.org. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall & Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. Every three minutes, another person falls further into credit card debt. Many credit card companies have nearly doubled their minimum monthly payment. People can barely afford to keep up. Here's the great news. With our powerful program, anyone with $2,000 or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether. We are a nationwide nonprofit and have helped over 600,000 people with their credit cards. Get free of credit card debt today. Call 800-495-1307. That's 800-495-1307. We all want healthy kids, right? And we want them to succeed in life. We need to improve our children's nutrition and get them moving. Do the math. Good food plus active bodies equals kids equipped for success. Hi, I'm Amanda Soto. My husband, Congressman Darren Soto, and I know that healthier children perform better in school and have higher self-esteem. 
Let's help them eat right and get moving today. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Count all joy when you fall the various trials and tested for the testing of your faith produces patience. And let patience have its perfect work that you might be complete and perfect and lacking nothing. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. And I want to get right back with our author Rob Long because he has put together, edited some of the some of the best statements from Donald Trump uh, from Twitter and elsewhere. Uh, his book is called Bigly: Donald Trump in Verse, Make Poetry Great Again. It's from our sister organization, Regnery Publishing. And uh, again, welcome back, our friends, uh, with Bob Bernie live in Columbus, joining us today while he's uh, in Israel. And uh, Rob, there's one, uh, one or two here that in our brief time that we have left, I wanted you to just to comment on because uh, I don't know if anybody's given more thought to these than you, uh, because uh, you know you set to editing and putting these together. Um, on July 11th, 1988, he had an interview. He, being Donald Trump, had an interview with New York Magazine discussing his acquisition of toys or works of art. So this is uh, the one for beauty. It's uh, subtitled, For Beauty's Sake, I Look at Things for the Art's Sake and the Beauty's Sake and for the Deal's Sake. Now, that is just Vinny's <laughs> Donald Trump. Talk about that. <laughs> well, you know, the, what I like about it is that it, he, it, it's a, a thing that happens a lot with him in his poetry, which he... He makes an assertion and then adds it, adds to it, and then clarifies it at the end. There's always a, a, a little minor take back, and you can see it happening in his speech when he's giving speeches and when he's writing the running, running tweets or poetry. He says something strong, and he goes, I, you know, but I'm not. But the last line really is, yeah, but I'm not going to be crazy about it. I'm going to look at it for the deal's sake, too. And I think that's um, that's something that people kind of like. I mean, look, I think we all talk that way sometimes. Right? Let me tell you something. I'm never going to do that. I mean, of course, I'll, I might do that if it's if it's advantageous. But he does it in such with such economy that's it's kind of fun and it's funny to it's funny to read. Uh, the tweets themselves um, have a lot of that in them. And for a guy who is not you know no formal training and not a real professional writer, he managed to pack a lot of that into 140 characters. I give him credit. Absolutely. All right, let's do another one here with uh, Rob Long. By the way, there are, let me just cheat real, real quick, there are 144 pages of bigly quotes, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So page yeah. after page, you got to get a copy of this because it is, just, it is a hoot. Now, there was a one uh, a quote uh, talking about uh, the major topic was life. It was a February 2014 interview with... Uh, the Brazilian magazine uh, Vega or Veja. Uh, it's uh, titled "Reading." Here's Donald Trump. I don't read much. Mostly, I read contracts, but usually my lawyers do most of the work. There are too many pages. Now, now, how candid is that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly the right. The bottom line exactly. guy. I'm the bottom line. You tell me. I'll read yeah. a few. Let's get on. Do the deal. What else you got for me? 
But there's one I got like one more that I, I really like that I don't know I, I can't remember if it made it into the book or not. It was just called Hair Prep. Go go. Oh um, yeah 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 yeah. Let's do that one. <laughs> I get up, take a shower, and wash my hair. Then I read the newspapers, watch the news on television, and slowly the hair dries. <laughs> it takes about an hour. I don't use a blow dryer. Once it's dry, I comb it. Once I have it the way I like it, even though nobody else likes it, I spray it. I spray it, and it's good for the day. Well, here's now, a, here's a million yeah, dollar question. Even, do you think he does his own hair? Do you think he does his own hair? Well, he probably, you know what? I mean, that, I, you know, the reality about that was that that was said in um, 2004. So he, he wrote that poem. I got to be clear. He wrote that poem in 2004. And then, you know, and he had a lot of success on um, on uh, The Apprentice. And I'll tell you, I've, I've been in show business for 27 years. And once you have full-time hair and makeup people paid for by a studio, it's hard to ever go back. Like mm-hmm. you've got somebody there whose job it is, is to fix your hair, and that's all they do. But he's so obsessed about his hair, I think he probably does it himself. I think only he knows the way he likes it. And in that poem, he says, and it's just the way I like it, even though nobody else likes it. And I, I think if you if you understand that, you understand the man who, who says, this is the way I like my hair. I understand that people think it looks weird. I like it. And he still does it that way. That's um, That's a pretty powerful statement about his ability to to uh, follow his own path. Absolutely. And I got to tell you, Rob Long, anybody who ever watches Fox, you know when the new contributors come along and they've not really had a chance to be uh, what I call foxed up, uh, and then you look at them four months later, it's almost they look like different people because <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. the transformation takes place. But uh, what, The old studio system, like show business. Absolutely. I tell you what, uh, Rob, I want to say thank you on behalf of our audience, not only for being with us, but thank you for putting this together. If you want to have a fun book, uh, even maybe kind of picking this up on the on the QT and uh, kind of hiding it till Thanksgiving, get it before it sells out. It's bigly Donald Trump in verse, make poetry great again. Uh, this would be something to kind of hang, you know, if you got a three or four day Thanksgiving weekend, you talk about sitting around the family and sharing some of these, this would be an absolute, uh, great read and I highly recommend it. But, uh, Rob Long, we got to get on down the road, but, uh, my friend, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for cheers and all that you've done to cheer us up even today. And we just wish <laughs> you a um, great success with your book. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me anytime. All right. God bless you, my friend. Bye-bye. All right, a lot of fun during the first hour. Very serious subject with uh, Hank Hanegraaff, and then just an absolute hoot with the work of Rob Long. And, yes, our president is a poet. All right, don't miss the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a moment. Of course, we'll be on our uh, Faith Talk stations here uh, in uh, West Central Florida. Jay Sekulow will be on our answer stations. We'll say goodbye to Biz. And our folks from Columbus will be back again with Bob Bernie Live. We'll be going out to Colorado Springs, Colorado for Focus on the Family and out to uh, California for our segment with the Movie Guide. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
Over 70 million Americans have unhealthy blood pressure levels. Are you one of them? Introducing Berkeley Life, a 100% drug-free, cardiologist-recommended supplement to help maintain normal, healthy blood pressure while supporting energy and vitality. Now, for a limited time, try Berkeley Life free. Call 800-993-5686. A key to maintaining healthy blood pressure is your body's nitric oxide levels. Berkeley Life helps to boost nitric oxide levels naturally. The breakthrough is from a discovery which won a Nobel Prize in Medicine on nitric oxide levels in the bloodstream. Berkeley Life includes free saliva test strips to see your levels instantly. Now there is a supplement you test yourself and can see it's working. In a consumer study, 91% felt healthier after taking Berkeley Life for just three weeks. Here's Dan, an actual Berkeley Life user. The supplements are easy to take, more energy, more clarity. I don't have to worry about my blood pressure levels anymore. And the results are fantastic. Get your free 30-day supply. Call 800-993-5686. Just pay shipping and handling. 800-993-5686. 800-993-5686. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. A military judge has sentenced Sergeant Bo Bergdahl to a dishonorable discharge and a drop in rank to private. Bergdahl faced life in prison, but the judge at Fort Bragg did not sentence him to any prison term. Former Army Prosecutor Jeffrey Korn says the judge likely figured in that the Taliban held Bergdahl for five years. That as a result of his own misconduct, he suffered significant uh, maltreatment. Prosecutors wanted Bergdahl to get 14 years in prison since some fellow troops were badly wounded looking for him. President Trump tweets the sentence is a complete and total disgrace after calling Bergdahl a traitor during the campaign. Bergdahl's lawyer, Eugene Fidel, says the president's again showing his disdain for basic constitutional rights. Every American should be offended. Sagar Megani at the Pentagon. U.S. employers added a solid 261,000 jobs in October in a bounce back from the hurricanes that slammed the southeast in September. PNC Bank Chief Economist Gus Fauché says both the economy as well as the jobs picture continue to be bright. We're consistently adding uh, more than enough jobs to keep up with underlying growth in the labor force. So uh, we saw the unemployment rate decline from 4.2% in September to 4.1% in October. Um, I think that we're, you know, wage growth still disappointing, but I think it will pick up as the job market gets tighter, and that's pushing consumer spending forward. House Speaker Paul Ryan is encouraging members of Congress to complete sexual harassment training and require such training for their staffs. Ryan calls reports of sexual harassment by public figures deeply disturbing and said Congress can and should lead by example to combat harassment. The Speaker says lawmakers have approached him in recent days to express concerns about House policies against sexual harassment. Of Wall Street, that up by 23 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper and deeper in credit card debt and you're not sure how to fix the problem? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management is a nonprofit organization that will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment. Put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges and reduce your interest rates by as much as 60%. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. It's not a loan. It's a smart way to relieve your stress, meet your obligations, and preserve your self-respect. 
If your debt has you down, we should talk. Gather up your bills and call this toll-free number for a free, no-obligation debt analysis. 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. BMW is recalling 1.4 million vehicles due to the risk of fires under the hoods. Correspondent Linda Kenyon has the story. Documents posted by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration show that a heater for the crankcase ventilation system can overheat and cause a valve in that system to melt. The documents say this increases the risk of a fire even when the vehicle is not in use. There have been no reported injuries. A second recall is due to a problem with the wiring for the heating and air conditioning system that can overheat and cause connectors to melt, also increasing the fire risk, also when the vehicles are unattended. Four drivers report injuries. Both recalls begin December 18th. Several BMW models are involved and span model years 2006 through 2011. Iraqi Prime Minister Haider al-Abadi is congratulating Iraqi forces on liberating the town of Qaim, the last Islamic State group-held town in Iraq. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. A Chinese official has disputed Donald Trump's claim that the deadly opioid fentanyl that is flooding the U.S. is mostly produced in China. China doesn't deny that some fentanyl produced illicitly inside the country is contributing to the U.S. epidemic. But an official says, according to the intelligence the two countries have exchanged, the evidence isn't sufficient to say that the majority of the opioid or other new psychoactive substances come from China. However, DEA officials say their investigations consistently lead back to China as a leading source. DEA data also shows that when China regulates synthetic drugs, U.S. seizures plunge. Charles Duradesma, London. North Korea has denounced a U.S.-South Korea bombing exercise saying gangster-like U.S. imperialists are trying to ignite a nuclear war. Two U.S. supersonic bombers flew over the Korean peninsula on Thursday in a show of force against North Korea. More on these stories at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from governments. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around are the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. And we're back for hour two of the Bill Bunkley Show on this Friday afternoon. And uh, as Teddy Roosevelt uh, said very often, I am delighted to have you with us this afternoon. And I am uh, especially delighted to have with us our friends from Columbus, Ohio, again this afternoon. Bob Bernie Live is a program that uh, we are sharing this afternoon on uh, my program, The Bill Bunkley Show, 
And that's because uh, your fearless leader there for uh, WRFD 880 AM and uh, 104.5 FM there in Columbus, Ohio. He is leading a contingent of uh, folks from there in Columbus uh, in the Holy Land. They're actually uh, on the ground right now, and uh, we are certainly keeping them in our hearts and our prayers. But, uh, you know, that is just such a transforming pilgrimage. And um, anytime you go on pilgrimage the first time, you come back, and it's just an awesome experience. And for most people, they can't wait to go back again. But um, as we are tracking them and following them, it's an honor for us to, the last couple of days to be able to share our show with uh, you, our good friends there in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, if you were with me yesterday, you know uh, how much uh, I think of um, your host, Bob Bernie, and the impact that he's had there in the Columbus area. I want to remind you that uh, any of the segments on the Bill Bunkley Show, which we have um, also co-hosted with Bob Bernie Live, if you'd like to uh, catch up on any of those uh, yesterday and today, you can go to our website to here in Florida. It's letstalkfaith.com. It's letstalkfaith.com. You can go to our podcast page, and there you can listen to the segments online, or you can uh, download the segments and take them with you. And uh, that's been such a very popular venue uh, as we have been moving along. Uh, also want to remind you that uh, we have an opportunity for us to um, – Plug in to um, so many things as we are following Christ in our lives and the uh, opportunity for us to serve him. And so as uh, we continue to keep our thoughts and prayers for uh, those who have been impacted by the terrorist attack in New York, uh, we just uh, just really celebrate uh, coming together and sharing that with our friends in Columbus. For those of us here in West Central Florida on our Faith Talk stations, you know this is our time each week that we have a chance to sort of uh, head on out to uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado, talk with our friends at Focus on the Family. And this afternoon we have our friends joining us from Bob Bernie Live from WRFD 880 AM as well as uh, 104.5 there in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, my good friend Bob is uh, in Israel right now on pilgrimage, and so I'm delighted to uh, have a chance to have his audience join us this afternoon. And I know and I trust that uh, the Bob Bernie Live audience is well familiar with Focus on the Family. Well, my guest today is Bruce House Connect. He is the judicial analyst for Focus on the Family. And uh, because we have the Supreme Court going to be coming up and arguing in just a few days, well, maybe a month or so, Uh, A very important case in terms of religious liberty is the Masterpiece Cake Shop versus the Colorado Civil Rights Commission. Going to talk about that, but let me just uh, let you know that uh, Bruce House Connect is an attorney who serves as Focus on the Family's judicial analyst, as I said. He is responsible for research and analysis of legal and judicial issues related to uh, Christians and the institution of the family, including First Amendment freedom of religion, as well as free speech issues, judicial activism, marriage, homosexuality, and pro-life matters. Now, just going through that short list, you know he leads a very busy life in today's culture. He also tracks legislation and laws affecting the issues. Been with Focus since 2004, practiced law for 17 years, and uh, married since 1981, has three children, and um, he's too young to have uh, grandkids, but he has three of those as well. And uh, we are so delighted to have you with us again, Bruce, and be able to just kind of 
plug in your expertise. Oh, Bill, good to be with you again. Thanks. All right. Well, I'm going to let you sum it up. Um, they've heard me sum it up a few times, but uh, we've got a court case coming up. It uh, has to do with Craig and David Mullins. Right. And uh, they visited Masterpiece Cake Shop uh, in your hometown there. And uh, Mr. Jack Phillips, um, well, uh, he's uh, serviced uh, all customers in his shop. But when it came to taking part in a ceremony for a same-sex wedding, he drew the line. Take it up from there and uh, give us uh, an update as to what this case is all about and how important this, uh, this uh, oral argument is coming up. Sure. Yeah, Jack Phillips, uh, who owns Masterpiece Cake Shop, is a Christian who runs his business, dedicates it to the Lord. And he's been doing uh, the basic bakery work for years and years, including weddings. And, and in, uh, in 2010, he was asked to bake a, a, and decorate a same-sex wedding cake for this, this uh, homosexual couple. And he refused politely and said, I'll sell you anything in my, in my bakery, but I cannot create something that celebrates something that goes against my uh, beliefs. And so they took him to the uh, Colorado Civil Civil Rights Commission, who one of the, the commissioners there compared him to the people who perpetrated the Holocaust and uh, and owned slaves in mm. in the U.S. and and uh, told him that he needed to uh, undergo re-education. Um, and, and he appealed to the Colorado Court of Appeals, lost there, tried to go to the Colorado Supreme Court. They didn't want to hear the case. Mm-hmm. And he asked the U.S. Supreme Court to hear uh, his case based on the principles of free exercise of religion and free speech in the First Amendment. And that goes to oral argument before all nine justices on December 5th, which is a Tuesday, coming up here in a couple of weeks. Mm. And I will be in the courtroom getting to listen and watch with uh, as a firsthand observer. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And we're going to be getting you back on my show after that happens to uh, be able to get that uh, update. Now, before we talk about what you expect at the hearing, um, let me just set up what we have going on behind the scenes. First of all, you've got the heavyweight um, organization called the ACLU. Uh, they have tons of resources, and so they are going to be presenting arguments uh, in support of uh, uh, what I think is discrimination uh, on behalf of the state of uh, Denver, uh, Colorado, toward Jack Phillips. And then you have ADF, which is Alliance Defending Freedom. And for those of our listeners uh, across our platform, uh, we have been... uh, Um, discussing ADF's defense of this, as well as uh, ways to support them financially. So talk about uh, this lineup, because uh, certainly there are unlimited resources on the side of the ACLU, Alliance Defending Freedom. They do a lot of great work, but depend on contributions. Talk about uh, the the two uh, legal teams going at this. Right. And of course, ADF has an excellent uh, legal reputation. They've They've won seven or eight Supreme Court cases uh, in their, you know, in their own right, and supported uh, dozens more over the years. So they may be the the uh, David in this David versus Goliath story, but they are uh, a, a law firm and a group of dedicated Christian lawyers who are as skilled as anybody that the ACLU can put up against them. So it, it is a is a battle royale. There are, uh, I think, over 50 amicus briefs that have been filed on behalf of uh, either of the parties involved, uh, pro or con. 
Uh, so groups across the nation have weighed in. I even focus on the family joined with Billy Graham Ministries and several others uh, in support by uh, filing an amicus brief, a friend of the court brief uh, in support. So uh, it is turning out to be probably the most important case since the marriage case, uh, the Obergefell case in 2015. And and this all stems from what are called sexual orientation, gender identity laws at the state and local level, or SOGI laws, we call them, which usually in the past have uh, prohibited businesses from discriminating on the basis of race or religion or, or sex. And so um, in the, the left, liberal left has added sexual orientation to that in various states, about half the country or half the states have such laws. And, and hundreds of local um, uh, towns and municipalities have their own if they're, if they're uh, kind of blue in color in terms of the way most cities are. And so that's what puts religious freedom up against this uh, sexual liberty right that has been slowly developing ever since the 2003 Massachusetts case that um, liberalized uh, gay marriage in that state. So Yes, this, this case began in 2010. It's taken seven years, uh, but uh, Jack Phillips is finally going to get his day in court, and I, and I think it's, uh, it's going to be one of those where all eyes turn to the swing vote, Justice mm-hmm. Kennedy. As always. Well, if you're just joining us, uh, you listen to the voice of Bruce HouseConnect, who is a judicial analyst for Focus on the Family. And uh, if you're joining us this afternoon there in Columbus on WRFD for Bob Bernie Live, uh, this is Bill Bunkley with The Bill Bunkley Show, sitting in for Bob as he is on pilgrimage in Israel this afternoon. And uh, by the way, that website for Focus on the Family is very simply FocusOnTheFamily.com. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com. Yeah, uh, my my information is uh, a ton of amicus briefs have been filed, and yes, it's going to be a 5-4 decision. The question is, which way is it going to go? Um, what do you expect to hear, or, is, or at least is there a point or two that may not uh, have been fully vetted in sort of the, 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 the public conversations on this? Anything that you're expecting to pick up on in the hearing while you're there? Yeah, I'm looking for uh, debate or argument about um, why the state should be able to com- compel the speech of uh, artists, whether they're cake uh, decorators or florists or wedding photographers or printers. Why should the state be able to compel their speech in violation of their uh, religious beliefs? Uh, that's a that's a free speech issue that hasn't really at least been digested at the public level. Most people say that what they hear from the mainstream media is that well, this baker he just wants the right to uh, deny service to any homosexual that walks into his shop. Well, that's the furthest thing from the truth, and it's and it's been painting the debate ever since. So I think what I would like to see is the justices get out there and say. Uh, why uh, is there not a religious carve-out uh, from these SOGI laws? Why, can, mm-hmm. why is it so impossible to grant exemptions? We do it in so many other laws. There are, are uh, exemptions for physicians and nurses for, uh, under federal laws regarding abortion funding to various government hospitals and things across the nation. We we permit religious exemptions in so many things. We have a federal statute and, and about 25 state statutes called the Religious Freedom Restoration Act 
which specifically balances uh, religious freedom versus a compelling state interest or government interest and tells you when the government wins and when religion wins. And so why, why uh, on this one issue of sexual orientation only, have we said that there are absolutely no exceptions ever for religious belief? That to me is the, the crime involved in, in this case, why it has never been successfully discussed in the public square. Mm. All right, going to step away for a moment. You're listening to The Bill Bunkley Show. We'll be right back. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation. And a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Hi, this is Dave Fry from Sidewalk Prophets. And if this sounds like something you could use, visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place where you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Visit online at ChristianRadio.com or download the free mobile app today. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle. Problems with electric, something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. Tired of just the milk of the word? Ready for some steak from the scriptures? Come to Bible College. This is Dr. Rod White, president of Solo Scriptura Bible College. Now time and finances are no longer an issue. Total investment for everything is $1,000 a year. Two Saturdays a month, you will be mentored by trained professors. Study every chapter in the Bible in four years. Join us at Solo Scriptura as we study the mind and heart of God as revealed in His Word, the Bible. Call me at 727-614-6372 for an info packet. Start studying the meat of the Word. Call me at 727-614-6372 for an info packet. That's 727-614-6372. CM Bible College. That's Sola Scriptura Bible College. We're going down to the river, down to the river, down to the river to pray. Yeah, yeah. Let's get washed by the water, washed by the water. Welcome back to the Bill Monkley Show, and let's get back to our conversation with Bruce House Connect with Focus on the Family here on this magnificent Friday. Now, the center uh, foundational issue, I believe, is going to be in the concept of religious freedom. And as uh, you uh, who have been listening in this week, you know that this was the 500th anniversary of the Reformation. And uh, you've heard me talk about Martin Luther and others. And uh, had it not been for those those 12 theses that were uh, nailed to the Wittenberg door, uh, we might not even have a lot of the religious freedom uh, concepts uh, that were so important to the Puritans, so important to our founding fathers. In fact, a lot of what America is foundational uh, on in terms of uh, the world that we have grown up in, it has to do with even the Reformation and the fact that we have, at least we think we have, a certain degree of religious freedom here. Talk about why this is a freedom of for religion and, and why this is so core in this case. 
Yeah. This country, as you rightly stated, was founded by religious dissenters, uh, people who objected to the, the state government declaring which uh, religion will be favored in, in each country. England was the prime example when we think of the Puritans and uh, coming over on the, the Mayflower. Um, religious dissent is the, is the right of conscience to follow your own uh, religious beliefs wherever they take you, so long as you're, you're, uh, you're not stepping on the rights of the guy next to you. You know, uh, I forget which of our founders said that, that uh, you know, my rights stop at the end of your nose or a thing mm. or something like that. And so um, we have recognized that since, you know, the, the founding in, uh, in the Declaration of Independence that talks about inalienable rights uh, granted to us by God, and the purpose of government is is to secure those rights. Government doesn't grant us those rights. They were already ours. So fast forward 200-plus years, and we have the government declaring that certain rights are uh, more important than religion. And this is where the Supreme Court must step in and say, look, um, this has gone way too far in terms of of protecting state-granted rights versus universal, unalienable rights of uh, freedom of religion. Uh, and I think that's where, I think that's where the, the case on a macro level is grounded, because even gays and lesbians, think, put, the, put the shoe on the other foot. If, if there was a gay photographer in Topeka, Kansas, who was asked to go uh, do, a, do a wedding at the Westboro Baptist Church— mm. Would they? Mm. Would anyone fault them for turning down that business? I don't think anyone in their right mind would say, "No, you must go do that wedding." That's just the same. That's just the same issue as what we're discussing here. Do people's rights of conscience apply to everyone except Christians? And I don't. I think the answer to that should be obvious. Yes. And by the way, if you're not familiar with Westboro Baptist, be sure that you Google that. We don't have time to go there now. But once you understand that there's not much uh, in terms of Baptist in the name of that church, uh, you'll understand the impact of uh, Bruce's statement. Um, Bruce House Connect, this, this particular case, 5-4, whichever way it goes, a lot of folks think it's going to be sort of a tripwire. Tripwire either for us uh, sort of taking back some of what we think has been uh, uh, taken from us as men and women of faith, and that is our religious liberty. Uh, on the other hand, it's a tripwire case, and if it goes the other way, it could lead to implications in other religious freedom areas across the board in the U.S. Talk about that. Yeah, I totally agree with that assessment. I, I think we are at a crossroads. Um, from in, in the uh, LGBT activist community, you know, this thing began as a quest for supposed tolerance of, of their way of life which, and is now morphed into a demand for conforming uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, not only conforming but affirming um, what we as Christians uh, heartily disagree with in terms of, in terms of conduct. And, yes, if, if uh, Jack Phillips is, does not succeed, then I think we're going to see a domino effect. You're going to see um, – a lot of Christians challenged in a lot of areas, uh, and and there are a whole lot of cases in the pipeline already, just like Jack Phillips. You know, you've got Baronel Stutzman in Washington, and the, and the Kleins, the florists in uh, Oregon, and and you have uh, a number of those stretched out across the country where Christians are being tested in court, and 
um, there's going to be a lot of dominoes falling if if Jack Phillips loses. And on the on the other side of that coin, if he wins, I think all those cases suddenly uh, show you know show up as uh, a kind of a bright light, and and maybe that. One commissioner on the Colorado Civil Rights Commission will maybe be forced to take back her words about uh, Jack Phillips comparing him to Nazis and slaveholders. It, there has to be a, um, a changing of hearts and minds through this decision, and I hope and pray that it's going to be in Jack's favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask one more question in our time remaining, and uh, Bruce House Connect. Um, I know we had the Oglethorpe decision on on same-sex marriage, but. When you look at this case, has there has there been any other cases that 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 that, that are as big or resemble this? Uh, talk about that. Wow, this, this is a landmark uh, along the lines of of um, Brown versus Board of Education and Roe versus Wade um, and Obergefell versus Hodges. These are this is going to be a household name. Uh, because of what it does downstream. And we're going to be hearing about this in Congress and state legislatures. Uh, We're going to be hearing from this from the pulpits of America. Uh, One way or the other, this is going to affect uh, religious liberty in this country big time. So, yeah, I would put it up there with the with the most famous cases uh, of the Supreme Court in the last 200 years. Mm. And I would suggest, uh, though we're not uh, at December 5th yet, uh, I-, I would suggest that maybe when you come out of that courtroom, of course, all good lawyers say never, ever predict what the Supreme Court's going to do, regardless of what happens in that chamber. But I would imagine that, uh, you know, we'll be looking at the, the questions from both sides. But again, whatever Justice Kennedy asks or doesn't ask is probably going to be the focus, right? Always is with him, and he he was big in Obergefell about the dignitary harm to lesbian gay couples who were denied marriage. Well, there's a dignitary harm also to Christians who are told you cannot uh, you cannot exercise your faith once it reaches this one particular subject matter, and that's a dignitary harm that that has uh, value as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how he balances those dignitary harms. Hmm. Well, again, we're going to look forward to uh, having uh, Bruce House connect back with us, uh, hopefully shortly after that uh, December 5th opportunity for him to be in the courtroom. And again, I want to remind you that uh, it's just so many resources uh, there at Focus on the Family. Uh, you can keep up on this case and others, but uh, for whatever uh, you're challenged with right now or just looking to have some additional guidance of a, of a particular area from a Christian worldview, that website is so important. FocusOnTheFamily.com. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com. We invite you to um, to check it out. Bruce House Connect, as always, thanks for being with us, and we're going to be in great prayer for that uh, room of folks that you're going to be joining on December the 5th. Thanks, Bill. Always good to be with you. God bless you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. All right, to get in that website, focusonthefamily.com, focusonthefamily.com. And again, for all of our friends in Columbus uh, joining us on Bob Bernie Live. Well, coming up next on Fridays, we always go out to California. And a regular segment on my show is uh, with the folks at Movie Guide. And coming up in a moment, we'll talk about some of those movies breaking this weekend and give you some uh, idea about uh, or the content of those. Plus, they always have some great articles to talk about. That and more on the Bill Bunkley Show as well as the Bob Bernie Live Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Senator Lindsey Graham says he's incredibly disappointed in the Senate's 
Sergeant Bo Bergdahl received from a military judge. The South Carolina Republican who served as an Air Force lawyer for more than 30 years says Friday he has tremendous respect for the military justice system, but he says this sentence, in my view, falls short of the gravity of the offense. President Trump says the Justice Department should be looking at the Democrats, and he leaves open the possibility that he'll fire Attorney General Jeff Sessions if that doesn't happen. He spoke to reporters as he left the White House on his Asia trip on a day that saw one tweet after another from the president about the Democrats. Some focused on an upcoming book by former acting DNC chair Donna Brazile, who alleges that the nominating process was rigged in Hillary Clinton's favor. On Wall Street, the up by 23 points. The Nasdaq rose 49. The S&P advanced 8. More details at srnnews.com. Joe Bunkley here, inviting you to join us for our free movie screening in Tampa next Thursday at 7 p.m. at the AMC West Shore 14. Come preview the new Sony animation, The Star. It's a wonderful and hilarious story of the animals who followed the star to the greatest story ever told the very first Christmas. You must register to join us next Thursday at 7 and plan to arrive at least an hour early as it is first come, first serve until the theater is at full capacity. To register, go to letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. You're writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian Publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. So what would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MediShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MediShare works. It has 250,000 members, and it's growing fast. With MediShare, not only do you save you don't have to pay for things you don't believe in either. And that is a beautiful thing, too. So here's how you can find out more. And you might actually wind up saving even more than $500 a month. So check into it. Here's the number. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Now available in Montana. Call 844-41-BIBLE. Amen. Amen. 
And we're back. Bill Bunkley here on this Friday afternoon. Also want to uh, welcome in those who are probably tuning in and uh, asking themselves, uh, what is this strange voice? Well, today I am honored to also be uh, hosting Bob Bernie Live there at WRFD 880 AM and 104.5 FM there in Columbus, Ohio. My good friend Bob is on pilgrimage in Israel today. And uh, because uh, he is out of the country, I'm honored to be able to share our program uh, with uh, his audience this afternoon. And uh, just as an update for our friends in Columbus, uh, by this time, uh, Brother Bob is uh, nestling into his hotel accommodations there in Tiberias. Tiberias, of course, is on the, the shores of the Sea of Galilee. It's uh, an area that is just absolutely grown. I've had the honor to uh, be in Israel several times over the last, uh, well, 30, 40 years. And uh, today they uh, they had a great day. They were in Jaffa. They went up to Caesarea Philippi, one of the earliest known locations of of um, archaeological information from some of the early folks living in that part of the world. And uh, they also were on uh, Mount Carmel. And so uh, we're just delighted to be able to share that. And uh, for those in uh, Columbus, continue to pray for Bob and some of the folks from uh, his audience, your audience, that's actually on pilgrimage with him. Well, if uh, you're joining us for the first time, and some of you are, and you might not be familiar with Movie Guide, Movie Guide is a regular segment that we do on my show uh, here in in our area. Movie Guide is uh, what I think is uh, one of the, the premier organizations in terms of their ministry to Hollywood. Uh, they are not only a biweekly journal, uh, but they have an opportunity to uh, give you the greatest resource possible, I think, in looking at the individual movies and other forms of entertainment that are coming out. And uh, with the uh, sole uh, discretion of looking at that from a Christian worldview. So I want to tell you that the website is movieguide.org, movieguide.org. And if you want to know exactly uh, a movie that you're going to be exposing uh, your spouse or your children or your family or friends to, you want to check that out. Also, they're host of the annual Movie Guide Awards. And uh, if you have an opportunity, I would bookmark that site and follow that as well, because that will let you know those who are really making an impact for Christ there in, in Hollywood. And joining me today is a managing editor. And uh, Ben Kaiser is with us to uh, share a little about uh, what's happening this week. And Ben, thanks for being patient on that introduction and glad to have you with us. It's great to be with you, Bill. All righty. Let's talk about uh, a movie that's opening up today that probably has uh, just a few people interested in it. It's uh, Thor uh, Ragnarok, 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 right? Thor Ragnarok. That was close, Bill. That was real close. That's as close <laughs> as I'm going to get it, but you're the man, so go ahead and talk about this one. So Thor Ragnarok is, I think, the 17th Marvel movie. It's the third one this year. It's It's crazy how many movies they're coming out with, but it's actually probably the funniest Marvel movie yet. They really kind of, uh, from this is the third Thor movie, and they really kind of turned the series into almost a, a comedy uh, uh, series. And it's probably the best Marvel movie that we've seen in terms of uh, morals since Captain America's Civil War. So there's some good news, because we have been, if you've been listening to the show for a while, we've been harping on some of the Marvel movies for, for a while. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 had too much foul language. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming had too much foul language. 
Uh, this one has some, but less. So there's some good news. In this third Thor movie, you have uh, the, the character of Thor that we've grown to, to know from all these Marvel movies. And uh, obviously he lives on the planet Asgard. And uh, he finds out that he actually has an older sister. And the sister is named Hela, the goddess of death. That's not a good name to find uh, that your sister is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out she's way more powerful than Thor is. She destroys his, his powerful uh, hammer that he uses as a weapon. And he is, uh, f- finds himself stranded on a planet, uh, uh, and I am blanking on the name of the planet, but uh, the planet is essentially run by these uh, gladiatorial, uh, um, uh, powerful, rich men that force Thor to fight in gladiatorial games. In the gladiatorial game, who does he find out he has to fight? None other than the Hulk. And, of course, uh, they try to team up and, and find a way to escape from the planet and stop the evil sister from from Im- the impending Ragnarok apocalypse that is about to destroy the universe. So that's the sum up of the movie. I think I did that pretty well, actually. That was uh, a <laughs> that was quite yes, the plot that we explained. Now, the, the, if I'm correct, didn't I see Wonder Woman? When they do these, don't they incorporate a lot of the other Marvel characters in these? <laughs> well, Wonder Woman is actually from DC, so uh, that's a completely different uh, studio and series. But so I guess I'm incorporate... looking at another trailer, correct? <laughs> uh, it could be. It could be. That, that's probably the Justice League that you're, you're looking at that comes out in a couple weeks. But they do incorporate a lot of the other Marvel characters from the other movies, like, uh, like the Hulk that they're bringing in. There are some great uh, morals to the, to the movie, uh, including, you know, fighting for the innocent. And there's even some interesting transformations that happen in the characters. If you remember in the first Thor movie, Thor was actually this like really spoiled, selfish character. And to see how far he's come into being a sacrificial character has been really cool. So there are some good messages. Uh, Like I said uh, at the beginning, there is some foul language that that's the most disappointing aspect is uh, you know, the uh, Thor, uh, well, not Thor as much, but some other characters say a couple of words that are unfortunate. Uh, so we do give a, a light caution for that. It's not for the young, young kids. And there are also is some action violence. So be aware of that. In terms of quality, it's really exciting. And like I said earlier, it is, it's a really funny movie. The, the director is a director from New Zealand, and he usually does more comedic movies. So he really infused the story with a lot of uh, funny moments. Uh, one, of the, one of the better Marvel movies to come out recently, but still be cautious. Don't take your young, young kids because of uh, the foul language. Uh, it's a four-star quality movie, but we gave it a minus one precaution. Mm. Bill Bunkley here, along with our friends who are tuning in this afternoon from Columbus, Ohio at WRFD 880 AM and 104.5. And if you're just joining uh, me this afternoon, I'm uh, also uh, hosting uh, the folks there who would normally be turning in, tuning in to the Bob Bernie Live program. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. We're speaking with uh, Ben Kaiser at Movie Guide. Now, let me give you that website again uh, for those of you who might be uh, getting exposed to Movie Guide for the first time. If you have by your home or office PC, go check it out, movieguide.org, movieguide.org. They also have two uh, wonderful uh, apps, so one for Android and one for the iPhones. You might want to download 
download that as well. And, uh, you know, we really haven't talked about this for a while, Ben Kaiser, but uh, you, uh, your general outlook or review of movies comes in two areas. One is in the area under content. The other is in the area under quality. Now, you kind of spoke to both of those. This uh, this new Thor movie has a minus one uh, in content, and it can either be plus four or minus four. And then quality, uh, it can either be uh, plus four or minus four, somewhere in that range. So let's talk about content first. This got a minus one. How would you define the content portion of your review for each of these uh, movies or entertainment venues? That's a great question. Uh, the way our acceptability rank, uh, rank goes, as you mentioned, the highest is a plus four. That means it's got positive Christian element. It's, it's uh, uh, very family-friendly. There's no objectionable content. And then the bottom is minus four, and that means that the content is terrible. The worldview is terrible. There's nothing redeemable in the movie whatsoever. Avoid it. And then there's a lot of movies that kind of find themselves in the middle of those two, you know, maybe they have positive morals, uh, but some a little bit of foul language, or maybe it has no foul language, but some, there are a few messages that are cautionary and not don't align with the biblical worldview, and that's where we the, they'll either find themselves in a plus one or a minus one, or frequently a lot of the Hollywood action movies might be a minus two, and that that essentially means it's, it's not a it's not a terrible movie, it's just not. Complete. It's not wholesome for your young children. It means you need to practice some discretion and uh, uh, really uh, uh, determine whether uh, you know what age is appropriate for your children. So that's that's what the the ratings mean. And we do actually have a ratings explanation uh, on MovieGuide.org. So if you click on one of our reviews and you know you're a little confused, there is a uh, an explanation that you can click on and find out more. But, but the idea is, you know, we, we like to say we're not a thumbs-up or thumbs-down service. Mm-hmm. We really want to empower parents to, so that they can make the right decision for their children because every parent knows their own children better than we do. So we want to empower parents so that they can think about, you know, ask the right questions about the movie and then come to their own decision. And I'll remind you that Dr. Ted Baer, who is the publisher and editor-in-chief there at Movie Guide, also chairman of the Christian Film and Television Commission, uh, is an expert uh, on film, all aspects of film, and uh, teaches uh, that subject both here and abroad and is uh, in constant contact along with Ben and the staff there with Hollywood's uh, producers, directors, actors, anyone in in the chain there uh, bringing these movies to the fore, uh, advocating for a Christian worldview. They are a uh, 501c3. Uh, it's a missions operation, and so I want to remind you that as well. But go and check out even the review for Thor, and when you see how specific that review is, you as a mom or a dad or a guardian – and you get a chance to see that, you know exactly what you're going to be dealing with by the time you walk out of that or other movies. And by the way, we just scratched the service. You really need to drill down by going to movieguide.org. Let's talk about uh, the next one uh, opening, and that is called uh, On Wings of Eagles. And this is going to be a somewhat familiar story for uh, for many of us. Yeah, this one follows the uh, the story of Eric Liddell from Chariots of Fire that we all know, but it, it takes place after he won the Olympics and went to China to be a missionary. And it's a really powerfully done movie. It stars Joseph Fiennes, who plays Luther and was in the movie Risen. 
and he plays Eric Waddell in this movie, and it's directed by a uh, Chinese director, uh, which is really interesting because they they really were meticulous with the, the historical details, uh, and it was a really well done movie. We we liked it a lot. It, it's playing in some theaters uh, across the nation, but I believe it's also available on VOD. That's video on demand, so you should be able to to uh, rent it or stream it online this weekend as well. We really like this movie. It's powerful. It presents the gospel of Jesus Christ in a, in a clear, compelling, and well-done way. The story is engaging. And what's also cool, I was uh, um, interviewing the director of this movie, Stephen Shin is his name, and we have that interview in an article on the website. And he was also saying, you know, in China they have strict censorship uh, of movies. And I asked them whether they'd be playing this movie uh, in China, and they will. They're actually they got the permit to release this movie in China and uh, and and keep its strong Christian message, which I think is such a cool thing. It's such a powerful opportunity because it's not every day. It's very rare that you can get movies like this and incorporate you know a clear gospel message and and reach the masses. So it's a really neat movie. You can find out more at movieguide.org. Again, movieguide.org, movieguide.org, or download the apps. Need to step away real quick? This is the Bill Bunkley Show. We'll be right back with more of Ben Kaiser and Movie Guide. Is this thing on? Okay. This is Dr. Rod. And I am the president of Sola Scriptura Bible College. I am taping radio spots here on WTBN. I don't know anything about radio, but I do know a great Bible college. Here's the bare facts. Bible college, $1,000 a year for everything. Study every chapter of the Bible in four years. Be mentored by professors with earned degrees. Classes meet only two Saturdays a month. Let's see, I'm forgetting something. Oh yeah, $1,000 a year total investment. Whole Bible, chapter by chapter, trained professors, meets only two Saturdays a month. Oh, yeah. Call me for information at 727-614-6372. That's right. Call me at 727-614-6372. At these prices, I can't afford a full-time secretary. 727-614-6372. Weeknights at 6. It's time for Living Truth with Pastor Ken Whitten. That can go either way. That can go to the people who are so dependent upon the government, and that can go to the believer who's so worried and so worried that our answer's in the White House, our answer's in the White House, our answer, and they spend more time trying to get one person in the White House than getting their whole family into heaven. Living Truth with Pastor Ken Whitten, weeknights at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. From Orphan to Millionaire. I was abandoned, a child without parent. He opened his heart to God and opened his home to thousands of children in need. Mully, in partnership with Focus and the Family, discover the miraculous true story of how one man gave up earthly riches and became the wealthiest man in the world. I see the impossible becoming possible. Mully, in theaters nationwide for one night only on Thursday, November 9th. Buy tickets now at mullymovie.com. Mom, what company did you use for your new blinds? We used Blinds.com. Easy and affordable. Plus, they'll send you free samples, and every order gets free shipping. Wow, okay. They even remade our blinds for free because we didn't measure correctly the first time. 
Perfect. Thanks, Mom. Smiley face. Now through November 7th, when you go to Blinds.com or call 1-888-4-BLINDS, you'll save up to 35% off everything, plus an additional 5% with promo code SHUTTERS. That's Blinds.com, promo code SHUTTERS. Rules and restrictions apply. Is this thing on? Okay. This is Dr. Rod, and I am the president of Solar Scriptura Bible College. I am taping radio spots here on WTBN. I don't know anything about radio, but I do know a great Bible college. Here's the bare facts. Bible college, $1,000 a year for everything. Study every chapter of the Bible in four years. Be mentored by professors with earned degrees. Classes meet only two Saturdays a month. Let's see, I'm forgetting something. Oh yeah, $1,000 a year total investment. Whole Bible, chapter by chapter, trained professors, meets only two Saturdays a month. Oh, yeah. Call me for information at 727-614-6372. That's right. Call me at 727-614-6372. At these prices, I can't afford a full-time secretary. 727-614-6372. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. If you are arrogant, remember that it is not you who supports the root, but the root who supports you. In verse 20 and 21, it says to the Christians, don't be arrogant. If God didn't spare Jewish people for unbelief, why would he spare you? Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. And I will lift my voice to worship you, my King. And we're back and uh, going to get back to our conversation with Ben Kaiser in just a moment, reminding you that they are an excellent resource. And if you'd like to go to their website, movieguide.org, movieguide.org, it is one that I suggest that you have uh, as a favorite on your home or office PC. Also, they have some great apps for both uh, Android and the iPhones, and they become uh, very handy indeed. Well, Movie Guide not only takes a look at motion pictures, new releases, but oftentimes they weigh in on TV shows. So let's talk about The Long Road Home, Episodes 1 and 2, which is a dramatic TV series from the National Geographic Channel. Yeah, I I attended the premiere of this uh, just earlier this week, actually, and I was really shocked because uh, this it's based on a, a book written by uh, an award-winning journalist, and it follows uh, uh, this uh, platoon of uh, soldiers during the Iraq War in 2004 that were ambushed in Seder, Iraq, and they faced just tremendous. They were faced against tremendous odds just to survive. And uh, this uh, miniseries, which airs on National Geographic next Tuesday on the seventh. Uh, looks each episode they look at the perspective from a different soldier's point of view and uh, at least in episode two from one of the soldiers uh, point of view he's he's a very strong christian and there's some very uh, uh, powerful compelling moments of of christian faith in the episode there's like three strong prayers and it, it's I was I was shocked to be seeing this and these and it stars some well-known Hollywood actors and I was watching it at the premiere full of Hollywood people and and these actors are praying the gospel in this TV series I was I was shocked it was beautiful it was amazing uh, and uh, uh, it's going to be premiering next week as I said on the National Geographic Channel it's not it's not family friendly it is a war drama so kind of like Thor we gave it a minus one that means light caution you know maybe older teenagers and above 
but uh, uh, we were really, really impressed by how much faith content uh, this show had, and we're, we're hoping it does well and uh, excited for some of you guys to check it out. It's called The Long Road Home. All right. Be sure to uh, mark that or DVR it if you're going to be away. Well, for those of you listening in the first time to uh, our chat with Movie Guide, they also really have some very compelling articles that are part of the website. We've got a couple of minutes left this afternoon. So, Ben Kaiser, uh, an article uh, entitled A First Look at the Newest Movie in the God's Not Dead franchise. Uh, Talk about this because this is your review. Yeah, so I had a chance to actually fly out and visit the set of the new God's Not Dead movie. It's titled, and you guys are hearing this first, it's titled God's Not Dead, A Light in Darkness. That's going right. to be the, the third in the series. And it, it, it's, it's really exciting. They got some big-name actors that uh, I got to sit down and interview, including John Corbett from uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding and uh, uh, All Saints, which came out a couple months ago. And we also talked to Ted McGinley. And uh, here, here we'll see if some of your reviewers uh, or your listeners uh, remember this one. Uh, Tatum O'Neill. Oh. Yeah? From, yeah. From, now, even I remember uh, that name. How's that? <laughs> yeah, she won an Academy Award at the age of 10. Yeah. And was the youngest ever. And uh, so, and she actually really opened up about uh, some of her past struggles and her faith now and, and how that all collided. And they got very, very personal and very powerful. And uh, we have that interview up on the website, and we talk more about what the new God's Not Dead movie is going to look like, uh, the perspective that it's going to have, and some of the issues, because they always tackle a big issue uh, in each movie. So we reveal what's the big issue that they're going to try to tackle and address in this new God's Not Dead movie, and you can find out at movieguide.org. I'm curious, Bing. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.